what the fuck? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that weird? What? Yeah. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Savage Podcast. Woo, woo. Guys. How you doing, Rose? We be drowning. We be be drowning. Why why are we drowning? I be busy as hell. Oh, God damn. I be strays. That's true. It's been a busy little, it's a busy May for us. Oh, my God. I, I mean... I feel so stupid every time. I'm like, I'm so busy. You're like, it's, it's another like busy every month. Every week, every month, I say the same thing. People are probably like, Rose cries a river. You know? Oh, <laughs> you're I so busy. I literally feel like I'm like, it's too busy. Yeah. This month, I feel like also is too busy. Yes. Speaking of too busy, guys, we do have an announcement. <laughs> yes, because we realized. Um, okay. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So announcement. So announcement, because you yeah. guys listen to our podcast, we tell you a lot of shit we do. that we don't say, at least, I mean, you don't really, you're not like a social media person. No. Um, but I don't like, I'm on OnlyFans though, you know, I know guys yeah. subscribe. No. It's only two cents <laughs> a month. Um, <laughs> I'm making a million dollars a month. Rose. So I got a lot of subscribers. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I, I feel like I don't like say everything you know on my other platforms but i feel like podcasts we're just we're chatting you know Mm -hmm. so because you listen to the podcast you get you know the the details of our lives yes so where what are we doing in june so basically we we were regrouping and we were like chatting about june and the month of june because we're both going off to different places oh actually the same place but at different times okay so we're going to london yeah yeah okay well i'm going to london first yeah um that was like a last minute it's, it's not really last minute. i feel like whenever you book your trip so it's always last minute you're like daniel guess what i'm going to japan tomorrow <laughs> okay you know? the only reason why i book things last minute mm-hmm. i mean other than the fact that i do have some issues with you know committing to things you That's- know far in advance mm-hmm. by far i mean more than two month. months in advance two months come on there was not you, this. You literally booked this with like three weeks, Rose. It wasn't even I a know. full month. So. But normally, anyways, yeah. So that's one reason. Second reason I have issues is like with booking, you know, trips. And I was like, whoa, we're really going deep here. Second reason Rose has issues. Okay, let's. Second really reason I have issues specifically with the booking trips in advance is because I have the cafe, and I just don't know what the employee situation will be, Mm. you know, there's a lot of turnover with cafes, you know? And so, yeah, I'm just not sure, especially during COVID just, I don't know. It's just a weird time anyways. And what was the other reason? Oh, and in the summer I'm taking pottery classes, so I can't leave during that time. (laughs) Anyways. So I had to book a trip basically like in this little time frame. So I'm going in June. Mm -hmm. Daniel's rolling his eyes at me. I'm going in June, basically end of May, May 31st, I'm leaving. So guys, if any of you are in, are in London and you see a crazy red-haired Asian, say hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably me. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I'm going for like two, a little over two weeks, mm-hmm. which is like kind of long. It's a long time, but you're also going to Italy as well, aren't you? I know. Okay, so we're, I'm doing a trip to London. I'm staying with my friend. Mm-hmm. And then my friend is going to Milan for like a couple days for work. So of course, as I always do, I love tagging along to corporate things. Yep. So I'm going to go with her. And the thing is, if you guys don't know, Milan also has a special place in my heart because I also lived in Milan back in the day, like in 2010. Mm-hmm. It's been 12 years. I cannot believe. So, um, yeah. So I'm also going to Milan, but just that's just for like a couple days, three mm-hmm. days, four days. And yeah, so that's happening. Holy shit. So you're really in London for so long. I'm so excited. Like you have so much time there. I have like I, no I, time there. I know. That's the thing. You have no time there. I know. So what's uh, your, okay. Tell us your like trip thing. So basically the, so long <laughs> so story short back. guys, we're like going <laughs> at, like basically what we realized is we realized like for the month of June, like Rose is gone for pretty much the first while she gets back. And then a week later, not even a week later, like six days later, I'm gone for two weeks as well. Yes. So we had a discussion guys and we're like, look, <clears throat> It's going to get really logistically complicated for us to try to... Like, I know we recorded in different countries before, but like, yes. it's just like, it was just too much. And we're like, you know what? We're going to take the month of June off completely. Of the podcast. Off the podcast. Yeah. So I'm sure none of you are like... I'm sure none of you care that much. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably like, it's okay. If you do, like, okay. Um, we are going to take, yeah, the month of June off. So if you are a patron, I yeah. think we've made an announcement or we will make an announcement. Yeah. If you are a patron, we are going to pause payments for June mm-hmm. so that you don't have to pay for June, obviously, yeah. because we're not going to provide content. Exactly. <laughs> but in July, we will be back. It'll come sooner than we, you know, can even imagine. I know. Well, we're back with a vengeance because you know what? Actually, guys, we're, we're trying to, well, we're not trying something new. Rose is going to do her first solo episode. Oh my God, you guys. So... <laughs> So season two of the Savage Podcast. Yeah. I'm coming back with solo episode because Daniel's going to be in, in still traveling. I'll be away. So the very first episode when in July, Rose is going to be doing Guys, solo dark. I can spill some tea on Daniel. Oh, so do not. Because you know I'm still going to see them, Rose. <laughs> of course I know. <laughs> no, but we're going to do a solo episode. So mm-hmm. if there's any topics you're like interested in for me to deep dive in, you know, Mm. Um, I can talk about the news, but I feel like we, you know, like the back and forth is quite nice, Mm -hmm. but if there's anything you want me to talk about, you know, whether it be, I don't know, like, I don't know, whatever the fuck. Okay. Like being a content creator, being a YouTuber, you know, what else? I don't know. I guess we'll see what people say. Whatever you want me to talk about. Yeah. Let me know if you have any requests. I will do a solo episode. I don't know how it's going to go. Be interesting. I'm a bit nervous, um, but I'll be editing it. So I'm not, I'm less nervous. (laughs) Because we all know what happens when Daniel edits my video. <laughs> you know what, Rose? Anyways. So that's the kind of tea that's going to be spelt while I'm gone. Oh, my gone. God. So, okay. Mm. So that's why we're going to take June off. Yeah. Thank you for your understanding in advance. Yeah. We have not taken a break, really, from this We podcast. did take, like, I remember we took one week off once. Sure. Which is, like, you know. Yeah. Which is amazing. We've been I doing this we for, like. we were moving or something. Like, what was happening? Uh, Yeah, I think. There was some kind of crazy thing happening. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, we need but, to take a week off. Like, considering that we've literally been I doing know. this for almost two years. I know. The entirety of the fucking pandemic. We've been doing this, the in, yeah, the entire Longer. pandemic. Longer. Oh my God, because we started this. Before pandemic. Because well, we started kinda. 2019, right? Yes. So November 2019, November 2020, 2021. They're coming up to our third I year know. of the podcast. It's kind of crazy. So if you guys have stuck around since the beginning, That's hello. Insane. Y'all are awesome. Make sure you review yeah. <laughs> the podcast five stars. Okay. Give us five stars, guys. Um... um <laughs> So yeah. Yeah. 
crazy times mm-hmm. um so we're gonna take a month off i think it'll be nice we need to like recharge regenerate yeah. you know um i feel like Self-love, very burnt self-care. out yes i feel very burnt out mm-hmm. we could talk about burnout if you want yeah um because definitely there's there's some burnout oh, happening damn. um it's a lot of like very yeah i don't know burn you know what mm. let's save that discussion for the solo episode yeah you'll talk about so, that in the solo episode we'll still do the podcast for the next what one or two more episodes mm-hmm. um basically until the end of may end of may yeah which is only in two weeks yeah. so fuck and our we're lives. still gonna do obviously the patreon exclusive for may of course that's happening where we're gonna be spilling spill some the, tea spilling the tea <laughs> So if you want to listen to the Patreon exclusive for May, you can still sign up for a Patreon mm-hmm. and you won't be charged in June. Okay, yeah. so sign up now, listen to the Patreon exclusive, listen to all of our old episodes. And just a reminder, if you don't know the perks, mm-hmm. what are the perks, Daniel? The perks are, guys, every single month except for June, um, we are doing, <laughs> uh, we do a Patreon exclusive um, episode. And um, you'll get access to our archive of episodes of the Patreon exclusive, which we've been doing now for three, almost oh my three God. years. Uh-huh. So there's like, I don't know, like 36, almost it's 36 crazy. episodes of that. And also all the content on there, guys, is ad free. So I know we do get some comments on YouTube being like, wow, there's so many ads. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I got to pay the bills. Exactly. Honey. <laughs> there are ads on there, but on Patreon, there's not. And you get the um, episodes a week earlier than the public. So you get the content right when it's created. Yeah. Right away. Exactly. And, so um, make sure yes. you sign up. Yeah. Sign and you get up. to interact with us on a, on a daily basis. More personal, on a daily, more personal level. Exactly. Exactly. So definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and shall we? Ju- Patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast. Perfect, Daniel. Yeah. Look at you. You're a great marketer. You, you should be a social media Sometimes. influence. Uh, well, you know, I have the looks. You do. Um, <laughs> I could do some of uh, what the kids are calling these days, thirst traps. Oh, God damn, Daniel. Should I do a thirst trap? I think you... <laughs> You do a thirst trap every day in the mirror when you check yourself out. Mm. You should just film it. God dang. Anyway, <laughs> subscribe to Daniel's OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, shall we dive into the? the Let's episode? get into our stories, guys. Apparently, there's some interesting stories. I think I'm going to start off with the most disturbing one that <laughs> oh, I think God. is going to rock Rose's world. Okay, is okay. Tell me, just do it. Okay. Come on. So it's less of a news story, more of a. There was a documentary <laughs> that I decided to watch on on Netflix. What's it called, Daniel? It's called Our Father. Okay, so I, I have heard this one. You told me. Did I tell you the story? You, is it about a guy that impregnates a bunch of women without their knowledge? Oh, so you did tell me the story. Oh, I, thought it, I thought it was more shocking oh anyway. Oh my God. See, this is what happened. Now you've ruined Daniel- the punchline. <laughs> well, here's a, you know, a fun fact about Daniel. He never remembers what he tells me. Even though you have very good memory, you you often repeat stories. I have very good selective memory, I think. That's <laughs> yes. what it is. You, you, you probably tell me the same story about 10 times total before you stop. Before it hits me and then the I'm bo- like... Oh. No, I don't think it ever hits you. I think I actually have to be like, you've told me this story about yeah. 10 times. <laughs> but anyway, moving on, guys. Okay, so the, for those okay, of you... Wait. Tell me more about the story. Okay. And should I... I, I was going to watch it. Should I still watch it? Like, is I mean, it still... there's going to be spoilers, so... But okay, I would still but watch like, it because it's, it's like fucking right. disturbing. Okay. <laughs> But like, it's not as disturbing as orangutan rape. That's very. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. I don't think anything will ever so be as disturbing as, as that. As we're walking, you know, because we took a little walk before we came here. Yeah. Daniel's like, I have a really disturbing story. It's almost as disturbing as orangutan rape. 
Did we talk about this? I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, <laughs> but basically one I day. I shouldn't laugh. It's so bad. It is bad. So one day I was like telling Rose, I was like, oh, like there's one other species in the world that's like, or at least that they know of that's known to commit, like within their species, um, commit rape. But then also. Can we say <clears throat> this word? Let's call it grape. No, let's call it. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're not allowed to say this word. Let's call it the R word. Yeah. So they're. They, <laughs> We've they, already said it. But I whatever. know. It's too late now. I feel like if we say it more, it's, you know. It will start to cause yes. problems. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. The R but, word. Yeah. The R word. But basically it was found that there was some people or there was a story that came out of this like girl that like went there to like work at an orangutan like sanctuary or whatever it might be. Oh, God. And one of the orangutans R worded her. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it, it, I'm, I'm sure it's not that common, but like it, it is happens. possible that an, it has orangutan happened. can r a person r word yes, a person r word a person. Yeah, and so and I told Rose. <laughs> no, we found this out together. Yeah, and I was forever traumatized. And we Rose screamed. <laughs> I will never look at orangutans the same way. Again. I know because so, I always like one of my one of my things on my bucket list that I have, guys, is I want to go to Borneo and I want to go to like an orangutan conser- um, conservation area. Why specifically orangutans? I don't know. They really, I mean, they've already kind of freaked me out. I feel like they're very interesting looking. Yeah. They, they're they very scary looking already. I don't know. And I then just... that fact scared the shit out of me. Well, here's the interesting thing. It's because of the fact that if you guys have seen orangutans, mm-hmm. like the male orangutan has that weird like mask-like face, right? Big face. The... That huge big face. Yeah. Apparently, that is not something that all males have. They don't. So when you have that big like masculine, what they perceive as masculine face, apparently all the female orangutans want to mate with that one male orangutan. Yes. So it's kind of, I guess it's <clears> similar <throat> to like humans where like, you know, there's only a certain like number of, you know, men that like all the women want to like, you know, bang. Fuck. Yeah. Well, and it, <clears throat> the way it works is like <laughs> the male orangutan, the one with the big, the big face is like the dominant male. Yes. And in his, in his area, he'll have like maybe four or five females that like each have their own little areas that overlap with his. But because they're well, right. orangutans are like solitary, right? Like they don't really okay. get together. They're not like okay. troop animals. Anyway, so what other males have evolved to do? Because not everyone can be the dominant male. Yeah. Is they actually look a lot more similar to like female orangutans? Okay. So they don't have the big face. They don't have this, and obviously the females don't want to mate with them. And then they are them instead. They force themselves onto them. Oh God, it's actually so disturbing. Interestingly though, and I think that the, I, and don't quote me on this, but I recall that if one of those like non-dominant orangutans eventually becomes the dominant male, uh-huh. they'll develop the, the face. The yeah. See, that's, that's what I think we were reading, which yeah. is also very fascinating. It's interesting, but it's kind of like gorillas. You know how gorillas, the dominant one gets that silver back Oh, that develops over time. I feel like if uh, another male maybe gorilla, as they just get older, they just kind of, no, I don't know. Anyway. Anywho. So orangutans don't really want to do, you know, you don't, don't want to get near them anymore yeah. ever. I mean, I never really did. Yeah. They were always very creepy to me. Um, but that but, was like next level. Yeah. But then I did tell Rose, I was like, this story's on level on par yeah, with so that. I but don't it's think like, it's on par, but tell us the story. Okay. Daniel. So anyway, there's a documentary on Netflix called Our Father. And I was just like the other day, like I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to watch this documentary see what it's about. Is it a movie documentary? Yeah. Okay. It's only like, I think it's an hour and 10 minutes okay. maybe. Maybe if I want to be disturbed, I'll watch yeah. it. And basically, if you guys have seen it, by the way, hashtag spoilers alert. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there was a doctor that worked in the United States. And apparently this is more common than we think. Sure. They worked in a, fertil- a fertility clinic. And he was like the top renowned doctor of this fertility fertility clinic. So some women went there and they asked for donor, you know, to be artificially inseminated with donor sperm. And the rule, I guess, and I didn't realize this, but it makes sense if you're using donor sperm, 
they only allow like in an area you're only allowed to use the same donor for three up to three people okay the reason being is like for example if i donated and then they in calgary and then they like use mine for like a bazillion people uh-huh. there would be kids that would be siblings that wouldn't know it. Do you know what I mean? Like there would right. be, there would be a lot of issues in terms of like genetic pool diversity and everything. Right. So it makes sense. Right. So you're like, okay, the maximum <laughs> is three. So anyway, some of these women went there and, and had donor sperm. Other women though, went with their husbands and maybe they had fertility problems with their husbands, but, and they, they were artificially inseminated with their, what they thought was their husband's sperm. Right. So you have two different kind of stories or two different situations. So some women didn't have a partner, but they wanted to be pregnant. Or yes. Or they, okay. di- or they did have a partner, but they couldn't get pregnant by their partner. Right. Yeah. So then they have to have some sort of artificial insemination. Exactly. Or, and then there was the case of they went, okay, okay, got it, yeah. got it. Okay. So anyway, long story short, this one girl, she's like growing up and she like wants to find out more about her, you know, who her father was and whatever else. So she contacted the hospital the fertility clinic asked the doctor she actually spoke to the doctor and was like hey like do you mind giving me a bit more information on who my donor was like I would love to like meet him or like learn more about who he was or whatever and he was like oh sorry like that's confidential I can't share that information which I think is standard practice anyway anyway so she was like forgot about it she's like whatever this was like years and years and years ago so then like maybe like five years ago or something um you know how there's like that big explosion of like these DNA kits that like you can right. test your DNA, right? Yeah. Ancestry or whatever. It was like Ancestry. an explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so she got one of these DNA things and she's like, oh, this is super exciting. I'm going to find out if I maybe have some like siblings because maybe they use, sure. maybe I have three up to three, right? Sure. So she's like, cool, let's do this. So she does it. And at the time gets like, I don't know, I think seven or eight siblings, half siblings. And she's like, what the fuck? Oh, it tells you like how many siblings. Yeah, there are. like how many people are genetically attached oh. to, but only people that have also done the app, right, or done the test. So that's like very significantly high number. Huge. Because the chance that all your siblings have done that is very low, oh, if it not gets, impossible. It gets better. <laughs> it gets so much better, Rose. Okay. I think I, I think I've heard of this story though. It's. I think that's why I wasn't as shocking when you told me because I've I never think heard before of it. that story. I've yeah. heard it. Oh, see, I okay. never heard of it. So, so tell me more. Continues on. So she starts meeting people, and as she's like, she has like her ancestry, like I guess it's an app or whatever. Sure. She, and like as the time is going on, she's like trying to connect with people and it's all linking to this fertility clinic. And she's like, okay, this is really weird. So then she asked him. And they're she, realizing that they, they're all from that clinic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then she like asked him again and he was like, no, no, no. We've only used the donor like, you know, maximum. Maybe you have like 10 siblings or something. Right. So all of a sudden, you know, then she's, there's like 14, 15. She's like, okay, this is getting really, really weird. Oh my God. So then they, then they find out it was actually the doctor. So it was the doctor sure. who was, how did they find out? I can't remember. I think through, okay. through the, the, the ancestry website, she like sure. s- somehow was able to link to other members of his okay. family okay. and they were able to bring it back to him. So then she like, they confronted, she confronted him and she was like the main girl. And she was like, what the, what's going on? He's like, Oh, you know, like I, I know that these women came here and they really wanted to have kids of their own and like blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, okay. And then he's like the maximum siblings you'll have is like 20. And she's like, okay, fine. You know, a little bit, a little bit of time goes, gets up to 40. <laughs> and she's like, okay, what the actual fuck? And one guy, he like, he was like, he was like randomly went on there who ended up being one of her half brothers. She's like, yeah, you know, normally when you do ancestry, you get like, you know, maybe 40 hits or something. He's like, I got 3000 because it was like all the me- extended members of family, right. all the connections to all the brothers, the half siblings. <laughs> So it was like crazy. And he was like, and then when he saw he had like 40 half siblings, he was like, what the actual fuck? Then it comes out 
a lot of them are um, they have like uh, immune disorders and stuff because he actually wasn't really that healthy of a person. The, the doctor guy. Right. And then also it's like really creepy because basically the way it worked is like the woman would be there. He would go into the other room, get a Finish sample, himself. Yep. Yep, come back and then put it inside her. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. It's it's kind of like the R word. It is. This is, this is what is the big like argument R-word was. R word yeah. material? This like, is what people were saying. They were like, there was, there was not consent. There was like, I mean, they consent. Absolutely. There's no consent. Exactly. Because they're consenting to a donor. A healthy but, donor yes, sperm. And they should, they're, they technically, they're, they they kind of know the donor, even if it's a stranger, they know information, right? Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Like they give the full details, like family history and everything. Mm-hmm. So he's going, what happened to this man? Did he go to jail? Are you joking? So this is definitely illegal. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> but uh, not in the U S apparently. Um, he never went to jail. Yeah. Actually, he might have gone to jail for like a lesser charge, but they couldn't like pin him on um, this whole situation. How? Okay, I can't I remember. I, yeah, this. you need to watch. I can't remember exactly what the nuances were. Uh, but anyway, long story short, so this, this number keeps growing, right? Gets to like 52 siblings. Of course. And every time a new person came up on this app, she would like personally message them, right? So she would be like, by the way. So she reached out to this one girl. Yeah. She reaches out to this. She reached out to this one girl, who was on the app, and the girl was like, didn't believe her. She's like, "This is such bullshit. Like, what are you talking about? You know, this is a, a scam." And then the girl didn't think anything of it. And then, like a week later, she saw her and a bunch of other people on like Doctor Phil or something, <laughs> and she was like, "Holy fuck! Oh my god!" Realizing that you're part of this, right? Yeah. The whole time this is going on, the number keeps going up and keeps going up and keeps going up, and so everybody that's like part of this, it got up to. While, 100 while, something no while they're filming the documentary i think it was only 94 <laughs> but, but still 94 and it's all in the same area right like it's in this like area of the u.s so a lot of people were like oh my god they would find out like their neighbor over there was like their brother half brother oh my right? god and it started getting really complicated because it's like they have kids that would go to school together do you know what i mean like right it was really really fucked up and like i i i was just like so this, he just wanted to like spread his seed. Well, this is the other thing about this thing. And they think that there's something more dark and sinister to it. Cause he was like members of this like, um, cult kind of thing that was talking about spreading your seed and right. how it's like important to like have as many children as possible and blah, 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 blah. And then on this documentary it was like, this is not uncommon. Like this one person was the most prolific of everyone, but there's other cases where like doctors that worked at fertility clinics that what? impregnated like 10 to 15 women. There's other cases? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up guys. I remember just like watching it and the whole time <clears throat> I was like gasping as because they would show the count of numbers and it just kept going up and up and up. And then also those families that thought it was like their husband's sperm. Yeah. And now to find out that their daughter actually isn't related at all. Like, right. I mean, they're still their parents. Of course. In, in, Not that it should matter. Yeah. But I was like, this is some fucked up shit. Okay. That is so fucked. I don't even... I can't believe he's not in jail. I, I can't believe he didn't go to jail. Like that's yeah. what's shocking. Well, and it was crazy. Like he, he would like, he was like, he was such a liar about all this stuff as well. Like every time people were trying to confront him and stuff, he was just like 
very oh not God. truthful. I, I don't know. The whole thing, the whole situation is like, I feel so bad for these women. Oh my God. Because even the moms are like, I've been violated. Like yeah, I've actually so been violated. Disgusting. And the worst part is like, sometimes like fertility, you have to go a bunch of times. Right. Because it doesn't like always happen of on the course. first try. So yeah. they're like, I literally, and then the worst part is the girl that didn't believe it at first and then saw everyone on Dr. Phil and was like, holy fuck, I'm actually part of this. She freaked out because she, her family gynecologist and doctor is the same person. Who's right. also her father. Oh, ah! Yeah. Ew! Yeah. That's gross. I know. She was like, he was like giving me like these kind of exams, down there exams, everything. And she's like, I didn't even know he was my father. Oh my. Oh God. Nothing is pure, guys. No. Nothing is pure. I just. Do I not just... trust fertili- fertility clinics, apparently. Well, it's just like, it was so, I think maybe now they're better. Like this kind of. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. I honestly you don't, don't know. know. Apparently it happens more than once. Yeah, it's happened to more. There was a quite a few. There was a couple others. They didn't name the doctors, but they're like, this isn't the, this is the most prolific case in the U.S., yeah. but it's not the only one. And there's also cases of doctors like and nurses like killing patients. Obviously, these are very small percentages of people. OK, yeah. But the fact that it even happens at all is like scary. I know this whole situation. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, like how you would feel. And the worst part is, too, is like he actually had a lot of health issues. So yeah. these were all passed on, obviously, because a lot of them had like autoimmune disorders, all kinds right. of stuff. Because he has that. Right? right. And it's like that's not fair because, you know, part of the which, you know, fair or not, but part of the process to become a donor, like I have actually never donated, but like part of the process is you do have to be a healthy person. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be mm-hmm. like, you, you can't have like too much history of like hard, right. hardcore things. Like if I had a history of like cancers, like prolific cancers and stuff, they're not going to accept me as a donor, right? right? Like if I have an autoimmune immune disorder and it's rampant in my family, they're not going to accept me as a donor, right? So I think that in itself should have like some kind of case in the court of law. Like I feel like that's, even if it's not, even if those women did go in there wanting donor sperm, which, you know, could be the argument that like they got what they wanted. But at the end of the day, no, because when you go in with that mindset, you think that you're getting healthy, you know, and, and I'm not saying just because someone has healthier, healthier, like genetics, that doesn't mean that those people will not get sick or have issues, but the chances are much lower. Right. So it's, it's kind of like you're violating, people in several different ways and you're misleading yeah. them i mean I, th- I i think the health issues is like secondary or not not even secondary the most important thing is that it's like yeah you don't like this is not you did not consent to this exactly and they, they were arguing as well like a big part of it that's disturbing is like the fact that he would get the woman set up and then he goes into the other room Ugh. to you know Ew. provide a sample if you will so it has a sexual element to it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, so he would, it definitely does. He would come in there and he did this to like already what we're finding out. There was 94 cases we know of so far. So that's 94 women and that's 94 times. Probably each of them took a couple times to get pregnant as well. Yeah. So we're talking. Ew. You know, in an office. Ew. Yeah. How did He must have done this over many years. Or oh no. yeah, it was over. It was over a very long like, time. How do they not? Like, I feel like, is there no? Way, I, I don't know. I don't know how these things work. Me neither. Okay? I just know that it's very messed up. But like, I was maybe just they like, need to DNA test each, you know, specimen. Mm-hmm. But I think that before this case really came out, no one would. You would never think that, right? Like, you never assume you because especially because like you look at like certain professions, like a doctor, for example. You're supposed to trust these. Exactly, people. they're in a position of power, in a position of where you trust them. Yeah. 
But it just goes to show you that you just cannot blindly trust. You just really because, can't. Exactly. Just because someone's gone to school for a really long time and they're in a position of authority or like yep. control, that does not mean shit. Yeah. There's cases of doctors like, again, this is very small percentage of doctors. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of doctors, amazing, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's cases like, you know, like true crime cases of doctors like killing patients, you know, like drugging them like nurses like intentionally drugging their patients like all this shit like it can happen that's what's scary though because i would immediately trust a doctor oh yeah always like i go in i trust the doctor and most of the time it's completely fine but that but i think it's also because we're taught to right like we're taught to exactly respect those people exactly it's it's like it's like police officers you're supposed to they're in a position of power you're supposed to trust them right and just assume that whoever's that police officer they're going to be you know enforcing the law sure but and also, especially with doctors, because mm-hmm. they're dealing with something that we don't have knowledge over. Yeah. So I think it's it's more so that we're going to trust them because like they have, you know, years of knowledge that we don't have. So whatever they say, of course, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with it because I don't have any other, you know, knowledge. Exactly. You know, so yeah. God, that's so gross. I know. It's so disturbing. What guys. is wrong with people? Ugh. Honestly, on this episode of what the fuck is wrong with people? We should just call this goddamn ep- podcast. What the fuck is wrong with people? Okay. Dang. Am I wrong? What's the next story on what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> well, actually, the other stories, they're not all what the fuck is wrong, okay? Oh, you didn't hear about... Oh, I'm. of course you didn't hear about the story, Daniel. I probably did, but maybe I just don't have it in my list of stories. You want to tell me about it, Rose? It's a pretty big fucking story. Okay, let's hear about it, Rose. Have you heard about the mass shooting in Buffalo? I think oh, God Buffalo, damn, yes. New York. Yes, I did hear oh about it. Oh, my God. It's like 10 people died or something. 10 right? people died. I think 12 people total. I think it was like... 10 people died and then maybe two got injured. I don't know the exact thing. I think it happened either yesterday or today. It must have been yesterday. Or was it today? It must have been yesterday. So basically, um, I think it's basically like a terrorist attack. Um, He wrote some sort of uh, manifesto. Oh, God. Let's see. Okay, let's see. An 18-year-old white man accused of killing 10 people in a racist mass shooting Saturday at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. Um, And he had all, I mean, I haven't read too much into it, but he had all kinds of like mental health issues. Mm -hmm. He was talking, I guess he wrote some kind of manifesto. Um, because they loved fucking writing a manifesto about how basically, you know, he, you know, he believed all the racist crap, like, oh, minorities are, you know, coming into this country and, you know, taking things away from white people, like that kind of shit, like basically. Oh my God, it's the worst. And then, uh, yeah, I think he had a lot of like issues. And again, he somehow had, I think he had legal weapons. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The information comes as investigators have dug into 180 page. Oh my God. What Why are you writing 180 pages? Diatribe. What's that? Diatribe. I don't know what a diatribe but is. But anyway, posted online and attributed to the suspected gunman that lays out in detail his motives and plans for the attack. But then the thing is, I don't know if people saw this, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's it's so sad. We have a retired police lieutenant that was one of the victims, mm-hmm. a substitute teacher, a beloved grandmother of six. It's just so sad. It's so sad, you and guys. It, it's just like the stupidest, honestly. Oh my God, honestly. Not that I ever think racism is smart, but it's like the stupidest <laughs> yeah. fucking thing 
ever by like judging somebody on their appearance. Like I just, I, oh, it just, it's so stupid. And it's like 10 people were fucking killed because of this idiot, you know? He's 18. What is wrong? Seriously, people, Mm -hmm. if you're 18, do not make any decisions. I know. Okay. Not that 18 year olds are like this, but like, and why is an 18 year old with mental health issues having a gun? Why? Well, you know, people, oh. it's, it's the land of America where they have the right to have guns, Rose. Okay. They have the right to bear arms. Yet a arms. woman cannot get an abortion, apparently. No. Great. So, so we're allowed to have guns. But pro-life. Yeah. Yay. Yep. Just like having a gun seems to be pro- oh. pro-life to me as well. Hey. Oh my God. That's the thing. That's what kills me. It's like the same people that are saying that they're pro-life are also very much not for gun control. So. I have a question, guys. <laughs> Because there are some people that watch this podcast that have vocally, not vocally, but have written comments about the gun. Are, about guns? About guns, okay. right? I feel like guns are like a very, even if you're a little bit left wing, if you're mm-hmm. in the States, like I feel like the perception of guns is very mm-hmm. different. But this is what I mean. This is where my question out to the audience has to go. I mean, has to go, mm-hmm. will go. But like, I just want to know, like how many like how many please just give me a number like how many mass shootings have to happen before there's like a wake-up call where it's like okay we're just gonna we're actually gonna look at our gun legislation like how many have to happen like i'm not saying that we don't have any gun violence in canada like we definitely there is definitely guns here it does happen from time to time but like i mean we don't it's nothing exactly like When's the last time we've had a mass shooting? I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I know we do. We, we've had it. We've had, definitely. Like, time. we've. But it, it's just, I feel like we, we it's never going to stop because mm-hmm. right now is already, there's so many mass shootings and things are not changing. So nothing's going to change. <laughs> like, was it you that was like read an article or something that mentioned like in the US, there's more mass shootings than, than days, days in the, the year? year. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, like, come on. Like, I get it. Like, I don't get it. Um, (laughs) But like, you you just have to look at like, again, like what, what is going to have to happen? Where is the breaking point where it's like, they're say, okay, there is none. This is too much. We've had too much gun violence. We need to rein this in. I don't think there is a breaking point. Honestly, like. I don't think there is. And people ask why I don't want to like live in the States. Like, honestly, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'll visit there even though I'm scared for my laugh when I do. Okay. They don't lie. Especially down Where's South. The good guy with the gun stopping this bad guy with the gun. Like, well, then you get into all kinds of other stuff. Oh you know? my God. I remember, can't. remember the whole Kyle Rittenhouse case? Let's not, let's, let's not, not go. Let's not go there. Cause there was, some, uh, there was also some vocal people about yeah. that one. So I don't know guys. I, again, just pose the question. Tell me, how many mass shootings have to happen in the U.S. before gun legislation is even talked about mm-hmm. or or promoted? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm a loss yeah. for words of this one, honestly. It's so crazy, and it's so sad. Like, all of these innocent people have died. I know for no fucking reason. Literally, and the guy had so many mental health issues. And again, I'm not sure, but I heard that it was legal weapons, but I could be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. But like, if that is just, you know, like, come on. Okay, mm-hmm. if you have a system where someone that is this racist, that has this much hatred, that has all these issues, has a gun, like that is a broken system. Okay. Yeah. 
Anyways. It's funny because they're putting like in this article, they're like, what happens next? So President Biden and the first lady are scheduled to visit Buffalo on Tuesday and meet with the families of the shooting victims, first responders and community leaders. That's great. But why don't we look at fucking <laughs> gun <know>. legislation? <laughs> I don't understand. It's never going to happen. Ugh. This discussion has been happening since like Columbine. No, I know. And it's which like. Which was in the 90s. And I this, think. Is, this is like a vicious cycle because yeah. then the people are saying, hey, if those people in the grocery store had, had guns. guns, they could have like, you know what I mean? Okay, like. It's such stupid logic. I'm sorry. I know. So basically, they're but just like, saying, like, everyone in the U.S. Yeah, needs to so run around with a gun. Are you just going to start fucking shooting everyone then? Like, no. And, like, there's. Do you know how hard it is to, like, I mean, I assume it's very hard to shoot someone, like, in, like, when that's, like, the gunman or whatever. Like, I assume that's difficult. I don't know. I've, I'm not, I don't, I don't operate I don't, guns, but, I like. I assume that doesn't end well for yeah. a lot of people. But I'm like, again, the thing with guns is, like, it's very easy to kill somebody with a gun. Exactly. That's this the is point. this is the dangerous thing. So like if you're running around with guns, if everybody has guns, the chances of you hurting yourself or someone else by accident even, yeah. by the gun going off in your pants or like, do you yeah. know what I mean? You're already putting yourself at more risk. It's like, it's such... I know, it's so fucking stupid. I don't know. I, I just don't it's know where so to go. I don't know where to go with this. I don't know, man. I mean, shit, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like... I think we just talked about Handmaid's Tale last time. Yeah. And one of the like storylines is that because um, they call they call the land, the U.S. like Gilead. That's like the new name of the U.S. Yeah. And then they're trying to escape to Canada. <laughs> of course. Like, Canada is supposed to be like the better place where like people are a little bit more free. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, you know, the U.S. is kind of becoming Gilead. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I funny. Mean, it's funny because if you look at history, it's like everyone's trying to escape to Canada. Do you remember when they had the um, Underground Railroad? Goddamn. Tell me about the Underground Railroad. So I don't know too, too much about it, but I remember learning about it in like social studies like years ago, My guys. God, you have really good memory. I don't remember anything from social studies. Oh I God. like, I thought it was so boring. I, I thought I found history. it interesting. I found some of some really? of it. Some of the Canadian history, I was like, oh, this um, is uh, like Canadian history is the most boring shit I've ever fucking read. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> besides the point. Um, so uh, when there was still like slavery in the U.S. down south, right. there was a lot of people that were enslaved and obviously didn't want to be like they don't want to be there. Of so there ha- they had some. And this is where I think like, you know what I mean? Like, I think. That there's some really impressive people out there that are like doing amazing things. And one of the things that happened is um, these um, people that were enslaved would escape to Canada. They, sure. So, and what they what they called they called it the Underground Railroad. But essentially, what it was is it was like a series of people that had houses right. all the way up to Canada. Like, but it would be like families, like like myself or whoever. And it was predominantly, I think, white families that are helping part, that helping, were helping. Yeah. And they could risk getting in serious trouble. Right. And they of would course. like help, and they would hide these people and help them get up to Canada where they would where they yeah. would escape for, to their freedom. See, why can't this be the norm? Like, why can't people be that kind mm-hmm. just all around? Because it's, I mean, at that time it was so risky. It's like, it's like, when, I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like if everyone had those hearts, it, we wouldn't have problems. Well, exactly. It's like the, when you read the story of like the diary of Anne Frank and how exactly. I was she just was thinking about that. It's yeah. like even, you know, in, yeah, during the Holocaust times, like there were families that were risking their lives, yeah. you know, helping people, helping victims. And I mean, oh God, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. It is. Yeah. I think so, even in Handmaid's Tale, they have like a storyline about like some people that are helping people like escape, s- escape to Canada yeah. or whatever. And I wonder if I was in that position, like, I hope I would be that brave, but I don't God, know. I don't I, think I could be that brave. That's the thing. I feel like I'm, I, I'd be too scared. Yeah. Like, I don't know. scary. It is when you're in that situation. So yeah. 
I mean, hopefully we'll never have to be in that situation. Fingers crossed. But, um, you know, Canada, we're, we're still accepting immigration. So <laughs> if you are in the States, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's very fucked up. It is. Um, fucked up. It's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the next story? So Do this we have a little bit of happier story. Yes. I'll actually, let's do the happy story first. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think you're going to love this one, Rose. Oh God. What would it be? What'd it be? So. Oh. Did you hear about this? No. So apparently guys. So this is, I don't think it's like set in starring yet. Set in starring. It's not set in starring. But um, Spain is set to become the first European country to introduce three days of menstrual leave for women. Let me do my clap. But this is an actual clap. Yeah. I mean, this should be everywhere, so I will give a slow clap. Yeah. So this is basically, yeah. they recognize that the law, uh, um, we will be recognized by the law, the right of women with painful menstruation and temporary incapacity um, that will be paid for by the state. Amazing. Yeah. So I do understand, like, I obviously don't know too much about, you know, flow, menstruation, fl- menstruation <laughs> but I do know that, like, for example, some women, they experience a lot more severe pains, pain and agony than others, or some of them, it's like a hit or miss. Like some people will like, yeah. For maybe 11 months of the year, it's totally fine. And then one month of the year, it's like fucking crazy where they like can't get out of bed. They have like blinding migraines. Yeah. So, you know, it, this, this makes sense. So this it means sense. this means that women that have like maybe periods of time where that's interesting. Periods, periods of, of time. time. No pun intended. No pun intended. Um, but let's say their, their menstrual cycle for that month, for whatever reason, is like incapacitating or is this horrible for them there they can kind of be relieved that you know they have support at least absolutely i think it should be everywhere um i personally don't deal with i'm very lucky i don't deal with very severe pain although i have had um a few times in my life i was gonna say when we were living in london i remember there's a couple instances where you had like really bad yeah like sometimes it like lately i've been very like it hasn't maybe i'm just I don't, maybe I'm healthier now or mm-hmm. maybe it has nothing to do with health or whatever. Um, but like, I haven't had like a severe, mm-hmm. um, pain in a while, but I, I do always get like uncomfortable. So like first day or something, I, there is like a severe, like uncomfortability yeah. where you feel, you're feeling really bloated. And, um, sometimes there's a little cramp for me. You're mm. kind of just tired. Oh like God, you deal like, with this every month. Yes, every month. But some women, like, and mine is mild, okay? Yeah. Like, I don't have actual severe pain most of the time. Although I have had it, and it is not fun. Like, you have, you're, like, clutching to your, like, you know, stomach area, you know, mm. your uterus. And you're, like, you can't, you, you, like, it's just, like, a constant, like, cramp. And then you can't really, like, and sometimes you have the sweats because mm. it's, like, painful. God. It's not fun, and yeah, even if it's not painful, it's uncomfortable, right? It's, and it's, it's every just month. Not, it's every month. Like your body is like fucking bleeding, man. Like it's, it's not a fun time. <laughs> Damn, I'm so, so happy I don't have to deal with that. And some women, like they deal with it every month and it's bad. Yeah. So absolutely, they should have paid time off yeah. because men don't have to deal with it. Yeah. And it's... and. That that's not even to mention that women have to deal with nine months of fucking pregnancy. I'm telling you, God is definitely a man because there's no fucking way, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and you you didn't you, you forgot also to talk to talk about um shit. What's it called when you to get to the, like fifty or something and you Me- uh, menopause? menopause. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's we also get gifted crazy. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
and can be really painful. Yes, that can be very um, un- uncomfortable, uncomfortable and very uh, just not not a good time. No, I read a po- so, I read yeah. I read part of this article as well, which I think is quite funny because you know we were talking about the states before. Sure. And it's like the Spanish government. So this is this hasn't been approved yet, right? It's a it's a draft. Oh, it's not approved. No, it's a drafted bill. But the Spanish government is expected to endorse menstru- menstrual leave as part of a broader draft bill on reproductive health and abortion rights. God damn. Are, is, is it legal in Spain? I assume so. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the full details or whatever, but I imagine that it's probably more uh, liberal than what the U.S. is proposing. Oh, my God. Honestly, you know what? I was watching cause lately on TikTok. There's a lot of talk about this, you know, Roe v. Wade getting overturned. Yeah. Um, and I saw this one that I was like, wow. Um, obviously, there's great arguments. Um, but this one was like basically saying how, you know, if somebody... If you die and you didn't consent to being an organ donor, you know how there's like organ donors? Mm. Um, If you don't consent to being an organ donor, it is illegal for anyone to like, you know, take out your organs to save someone else's life. Yeah. So basically a dead, like you as a dead person has more rights than a pregnant woman Mm -hmm. because that's like your bot. You have more bodily autonomy as a dead person. Mm -hmm. Because when you're dead, they can't, unless you gave consent before, they cannot use your body, even though you're already dead, Mm -hmm. to save another person's life that's already alive. Someone that's about to die. Mm. Isn't that crazy? It is pretty crazy. Like, you have to, like, that's what I always thought was a bit crazy. Like, I don't think we're ever, to be honest, Rose, (laughs) I don't think we're ever going to be able to understand. Understand, yeah. Like, I just, there's not, like, like, I'm less, much less offended at the fact that, you know, if I die and I didn't, I forgot to consent to be an organ donor, I don't give a fuck. Like, fucking use my fucking body. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm in soil. My body is going to decompose. Like, who cares? I'm sorry. I know there's like religious people, whatever. Okay. But like, fucking hell, dude. I know. Like, it's fucking crazy. Anyways, I know we'll never understand it. It's one of those things where I'm just like. I just, I, 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 for the life of me, and I also saw some TikToks on it as well. Right. I think we're on the same algorithm. Right? We probably are. Because like well, half the videos you sent me, I've already yeah. seen. Like the sad face office right. I saw. Um, but uh, I did see another TikTok and they were just saying, oh, what did they say? It was, I think it was like some, one of the arguments that you said about making men get a vasectomy or something. Yes. They were like, okay, well, why don't we just make mandatory vasectomies yes. or something? I can't remember. It was like a funny TikTok. I wish I yeah. could remember the whole thing, but it was along those lines. Listen, so I like, like, I get it. Like, again, I, I know we've talked about this before, so I won't go too much into it. But, like, I understand that, like, I feel like some of the arguments, I'm like, okay, we need to have an honest argument. Obviously, I understand that it is because some people believe that it is, like, an actual, like, sentient, senti- being. you know, like, a sentient being in the body. But at the same time, it's like, when you have, first of all, it is not an independent, you know, uh, person mm-hmm. yet. Anyway, right? It is not an independent person yet. So... Until that fetus can become an independent person without the reliance on a, an actual person's body, that per, that actual person, the host, I don't want to call it the host, yeah. but like the pregnant woman, her rights trump anything else. Mm-hmm. That's my perspective. Yeah. But yeah, some people are like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like some comparisons are not equivalent mm. when people are like, oh, well, you wouldn't kill like a, like a, well, I mean... It's usually from the other side, like the pro-life side. Yeah, They're yeah. like, oh, well, like, I'm not allowed to kill you. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not using your fucking body, bitch. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That is not the same thing. I don't know. People need to take a class on, like, you know, debating or, like, logic. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's but, not. 
yeah. honestly, with some of these people, there's no, there's no way to, to, cause you remember when they used to compare oh, yeah, to when they, when they used to compare it to fucking Auschwitz. Oh, uh, I'm like, are you stupid? Like, I'm sorry. Like we've, we've said it before. We said, <laughs> well, we'll say it again. Stop making comparisons <laughs> to the Holocaust. Yes. Or like, just like, and that's such a stupid comparison. Like, it's not the same thing. I know. Like, it's so dumb. It's not the same thing. Anyway, uh, I know you guys know this. Yeah. Anyway, what's the next story? So the next story, Rose. Is it going to piss me off more? I don't know. It's an interesting one. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that weird? What? Yeah. Can you read that? Can you read that so I understand it? Canada's top court says voluntary extreme intoxication can be, I think they need to say yes. potential defense. Like it's, it's because in the past, if you were severely intoxicated, you couldn't use that as a defense. You couldn't be like, oh, I was fucked up, you know? Um, apparently they're saying that this could be a potential defense. Not saying that like, you know. Like in violent crimes. Yeah. So the Supreme Court issued a major decision on Friday allowing criminal defendants in cases involving assault, including sexual assault. Including to, sexual assault? To use a defense known as self-induced extreme intoxication. What? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm in shock. (laughs) I know. Effectively, it means defendants who voluntarily consume intoxicating substance and then assault or interfere with the bodily integrity of another person can avoid conviction if they can prove that they were too intoxicated to control their actions. Is this a joke? Like, are we we in the U.S.? (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? I'm... What? I know. It's just wild. I'm sorry. Is this like past? Like, is this like an actual thing? Mm-hmm. I am in shock. Yeah. There's, it, I, I think, I think the well, thing what is. What are your though, thoughts on this? No, I, I think it's a little bit. Uh, There's no way this can happen. I think that the, the thing is, is I think that the, the hard part would be. Right. To establish that you were too intoxicated. Do you know what I mean? Like you exactly. could try to use it as a defense. Right. right. But like, I think the, the hard part. Likely, the court is saying you can use this as a defense. The likeliness of being successful in your case using this as a defense is probably very, extremely low. Extremely low. Because ultimately, like, the onus then becomes on you to be like, okay, how do you prove to the court that you were too intoxicated to know what you were doing? I I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how I feel about... I mean, I think I know how I feel about this. Yeah. I, just, I mean, most violent crimes happen when they're drunk. Yeah, but they're <laughs> they're they're not saying just drunk. They're saying extreme intoxication. So, like, if you're just a little bit right. drunk, it's it wouldn't count. It's only like if, if you're blackout drunk. Like if you're you like so remember. fucked up, you're like on all kinds of drugs, all sorts of shit. But then I'm also like, I don't. This is so. I, I, I kind of get it, I guess. But also, if it's self induced, the thing is, yeah. okay, I'm 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 gonna share a little bit with you guys. Um, <laughs> as somebody that has blacked out from drinking. More than, than once, more than once, which is not, which I'm not, right. uh, what am I going to say? I'm not, which is not something to like brag about. It's not a good thing. No. Um, but there has been times where like my night I blacked out and I, I you went, don't remember. I anything. don't remember. I would get home, wake up the next day and I'd be like, oh my God, what happened? I've you had know? those nights too. Yeah. But the thing is. But I'd never it, assault anyone. That's the thing. It's not necessarily, here's the thing. When you black out drunk, it doesn't mean that you actually, I mean, I'm not sure, but like. You still, you're still, how do I say? You just lose your memory. Okay? No, but like some people, I would see this as a thing, Rose. I have seen this before where some people, one of my, for example, I was worked in, in Newcastle with this lovely guy. He was one of the chefs. Super, super nice guy. Like, honestly, like really like uh-huh. in person. What did he do when he was drunk? When he was drunk, he would turn into a, compl- not like mean to people, like his immediate friends, Sure. but he would like start fights. 
the last right. person you would expect to start a fight. Honestly, like in at work, he was so non-confrontational with everybody. But like, get a couple drinks in him, and oh my god, it was like horrible. Like to the point where like right. we never wanted to go out with him anymore because he'd always right. just be starting fights. And that wasn't his personality though. That was just like as soon as he consumed alcohol, he like I don't know, it fucked man. with his brain or something. Well, maybe it was. Maybe it was though. Maybe it was like you know, um, what do you call it? It was a uh, deep down. Yes. I don't know. It's 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 a tough one just because I think I don't think that you should be able to excuse bad behavior on extreme intoxication. Yeah. But I do know that some people that get extremely intoxicated, they're not themselves. But yeah, also I do, yes, that yeah. is there is some level of that. Yeah. But if if that's the case, like you know, and probably people aren't gonna want to hear this, but if if that's the case and you commit violent acts or you become an aggressive person when you're under the influence of drugs and alcohol, like maybe you should not, not drink not or like not drink that much yeah or just you know i think maybe there's something to, there's a balance to be said hey you know what and it's saying it's right. self-induced like you chose to drink that much so i feel like in terms of a defense like but like sexual assault too like mm-hmm. I don't, it says effectively it means defendants who voluntarily consume intoxicating substances and then assault or interfere with the bodily integrity of another person can avoid conviction if they prove if they prove they were too intoxicated i mean would that be too hard to do you could be like yeah like people saw me i was fucking wasted yeah, but I think I think I don't know. This that's the thing. You say it's hard, but you don't you don't know. It depends on the jury. It depends on the case. Like it could be not as hard as we might think. I don't know. True. The problem is, I mean, do I think? I don't know. Like I believe in uh, what do you call it? Repairing people. What's the term? Uh, rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. Yeah. So maybe they don't necessarily have to, like the whole concept of jail is also like a little bit fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, maybe we can rehabilitate these people. They get, mm. they, but they have to see some consequence. Like, yeah, they do. I, that's I, fucked up. I know. But I, I and th- who's this going to affect women? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It seems like all these laws being passed lately are I mean, are that's because they're being passed by who, Daniel? Old white man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy when you look at like the makeup. Like, I mean, you know, we were talking about Kitanji um, Brown Jackson. Yeah. And yeah. how like, you know, it's like she's like now the first like woman person of color. Yes. Ever on, on the panel, which I think is crazy in a place like the U.S. because there's a lot of people of color in the U.S. I know, but it's not crazy because they're racist as fuck. I know, but it just—it's just not like, everyone, of course. It, it just like shocks me because, like, you know, as a society, we're like, oh yeah, we're more welcoming and we're more this and we're more that. But a lot of the controlling institutions, such as the government, such as like other things, like big corporations, for example, like you know what? Look at your favorite company, and like I would put money on it that like nine out of ten of those companies, if you look at their senior director or their board, it's all majority. They might have one woman on there. They might have one, you know. Uh, diverse, ethnically diverse person, but I would say the majority of the makeup of those boards that control the companies are older white men. Yeah, and and unfortunately, like <laughs> when you have a makeup of like people, those are the people that are running the country. Those are the people that are in positions of power. You are going to get laws in their favor. Exactly. You and know, that are out of touch with yeah. reality. If, yeah, with it's so, so many, up. so many things. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what this actually. I can't believe this. I can't believe it, to be honest. Like, I never, like, well, what about, like, what if you're drinking and driving? Like, here's the thing. This is a very slippery slope. Yeah. Because drinking and driving is a criminal offense, right? Yeah. Like, it, I mean, it can be. Yes. Or whatever it is. I, can, yeah. I don't actually know the details. You get, like, demerits. You can yes. get, like, all sorts of things. So, if I say, 
Like if this can pass and I'm fucking belligerently drunk and I decide to get into a vehicle and I, you know, hurt somebody or God forbid killed somebody. Why can't I use that as a defense then? It's a fucking slippery slope. It is a slippery slope. Like so, this is crazy. I don't know. This is fucking crazy in my opinion. It's crazy, right? The more I read it, the more I think it's, I don't know. It's, it's insane. Um, I mean, again, I believe in rehabilitation. Like, mm. you know, if you're so in- extremely intoxicated that you're like fucking, you know, sexually assaulting someone or assaulting assaulting someone you probably have fucking issues okay mm-hmm. but at the same time there needs to be consequences this oh 100 percent. i also I, I do agree with you i think it is a slippery slope and i think like mm-hmm. i i just feel like defense with like you chose it's self-induced yeah. right you chose That's the thing. it's different if somebody like forced you to fucking get drunk or something exactly or if someone if it was like forced mm-hmm. like drug intoxication or exactly. you know what i mean like that's i feel different. like that's a little different because you didn't choose to do that but you have made a choice to get yourself to that level you know what i mean be it at a party be it at whatever mm-hmm. you were doing like you could have made that call many times to like stop before you got to that point right like yeah. and i've been there like i've been an extremely intoxicated right. before like I had many moments where I could have walked away from that situation Mm -hmm. and left and I didn't. And that was a choice that I made. So I need to live with those consequences of waking up the next day with a horrible headache and, (laughs) you know, dying and everyone being like, Daniel, you were an embarrassment last night. I have to live with that. And that's a consequence I need to live with. Like, but you've never hurt anybody. No, exactly. Um, so, and my understanding is, or my theory is that somebody that's going to commit like some sort of assault Mm -hmm. when they are extremely intoxicated, they've definitely been extremely intoxicated before. It is very, in my opinion, probably it is very rare that somebody that it's, they're getting drunk for the first time commit some kind of, you know, extreme assault. This is actually a really, really good point. And also like to that point, somebody that's getting extremely intoxicated generally like if it's your first time drinking okay maybe you get extremely intoxicated but like generally like your first because i remember right my, you're like passing out like you can't do anything exactly like yeah. i remember my first time drinking and i yeah. was i was a hot mess and i could not do anything <laughs> yeah. um but like also generally people that are getting extremely intoxicated they're not just doing it once in a while like exactly. you know they're they're doing it like yeah. like i'm a perfect example no. <laughs> no but like it's not like it's an isolated incident like i can't say oh like I've only gotten drunk one time this year. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like yeah. it's the same for these people. So and you're like, saying... it's a pattern. Yeah. So you're choosing to do it over and over again most of the time. Yeah. Um. So it's... I don't know. This is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. God, I just couldn't imagine like, you know, somebody that was extremely intoxicated. Like just assaulting like, you. Yeah. Forcing oh, themselves on me. Like, it oh. It is like, no. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry that people have to go through that shit. Like, that's horrible. Yeah, it's crazy. And then to f- the fact that they could potentially get off saying that they're self-induced and scream intoxication. Like, what the fuck? I don't mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand laws. Laws don't make sense. Well, and I also saw another thing mm-hmm. where, so I don't know that much. Again, we don't know that much about the U.S. You know, system, system, whatever. But I know that they always talk about the fucking Constitution. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're always like, oh, my God. They talk about the Constitution like it's fucking Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the fucking Bible. It is the Bible down there. Don't yeah. you don't you be dissing the, the okay. constitution but of now, our rights. People are still talking about constitution and they're saying, you know what? This shit was written back in like 17, whatever, I don't yeah. know, whatever year, long time ago. Yeah. When it was all old white men and women and black people didn't have any rights. Yeah. And so why do people keep referring back to this constitution when mm-hmm. it's so like 
I don't want to say irrelevant because fucking hell. Like, yeah, but it reminds but like, me of, you know, people have habits of doing this though, Rose. Like, look at like, people do this all the time. Talk about history. Like it's fucking, again, like it's mm-hmm. gospel. Well, the, this is a, and I'm probably gonna get some hate for this, but like, it's like another good example is the Bible. Oh, that is even more. That was written. Example. That was written like, you know, long time ago. Yeah. Right. Even the New Testament, like a long Daniel, time ago. It's the word of God. I know. Okay. But I'm like, it was written at a time where, you know, certain things, it was a different time of, yeah. of, of society. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's like, they always talk about certain clauses. Like I haven't read the Bible in so long, so I don't know. Any, Have you I don't even know, read the Bible ever? Like parts of it. Yeah. Goddamn, damn. I used to be, I used to be in like a, you'd be a little Catholic boy. Mm-hmm, you'd be used. Uh, goddamn. Um, <laughs> but I, I remember they like, only, you've only read certain parts. Yeah. Certain parts, guys, mm-hmm. if you've actually read certain parts of the Bible, it's fucked up, man. It is. And it's like, it's like a lot of stuff that they talk about. Like one of them was like, oh, those that commit adultery should be stoned in the streets Literally. or something. And it's like, that's because that's what they used to do back then. Like exactly. back in those times. But guess what? The times have changed. Now, if someone has an affair, generally it results in like a divorce or something along those lines. So like, you're not going to stone somebody in the fucking streets. Know. Why don't we do that? It's the word of God. He, this is where like the hypocrisy is just so real. Oh. They pick and choose the extremely religious people. I'm saying mm-hmm. they pick and choose certain things that they want to believe. And then they put that on everyone else. Yet when there's like shit about stoning people that commit mm-hmm. adultery, that's ignored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't we stone people? And I, again, this is going to sound, I, I don't want to say majority of people, but a lot of the extremely extreme, I want to say extreme religious. Cause I have some very religious mm-hmm. friends that are actually like very, they're fine. They're fine. Most of them yeah. are fine. But those extreme people, generally are like the biggest hypocrites too oh they're like that they say something like there's no um there's no hatred like christian love or, or something like that yeah. like yeah well it's like it's like even it's like oh yeah we you know love thy neighbor blah blah, blah but i'm gonna disown my son because he's homosexual Absolutely. and i'm gonna do this and this and you know all this shit and i'm just like what speaking of homosexual i started watching that show you like oh did you start watching hot i stop did. it Isn't it doesn't it warm it's- the cockles of your heart <laughs> So I I watched the first episode and then yeah. maybe like half the second episode. Mm-hmm. So so far I do think it's adorable. Yeah, it's so. But cute. I think the only reason I think it's so cheesy. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it literally the only reason why I think it is like um it's acceptable for me is because it's a gay relationship. <laughs> because we've seen this time. What do we call? We've seen this storyline about. A hundred times in straight TV and straight movies. Yeah. So I feel like finally you guys get your own little, you know, it's gay so version. Nice. Because literally, it's like literally this 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 is the this is the storyline. You get like the jock, yep. okay, the popular jock. Yeah. And then you get kind of like the nerdy, you know, usually it's a girl, right? So yeah. you get the pop popular jock and the nerdy girl that like, you know, is like insecure, doesn't have many friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they like, you know, start, you know, you know. Um, so this storyline is like it's overdone. Oh, it in is straight television and straight movies. But this is this is what so I mean. That's though. why it's good to have like, and it's like the first one. I feel like yeah. Well, there's been a couple others, but nothing like this. Right. And the way that this one ends, I'm not going to tell you, but it's like okay. really nice. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, like I, 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 this is one thing, and I'm not just talking about like LGBT community. I'm talking about like multiracial couples, sure, all sorts of things. It needs to start. And I think it's kind of started, but if you think about it, like all the big like rom coms, yeah, like think of the big classics, right? Generally, and like I'm all sure black people, exactly. Some people are gonna be like, no, this one, people. this one, this one. It's always it's same with like okay, look at Marvel. 
look at like all of right. these ones. It's like relationships of like superheroes. They're always white generally or majority uh, dating a white girl. It's a heterosexual couple. You don't have, you know, like where know. where's the Asian representation? Yeah. Where's the people of like, you know, all different nationalities. Let's start making these films, like still make these superhero films. But like mm-hmm. why, why they always got to be white? <laughs> You know, they're they've done they've done a little better with the black. You know, they they sprinkle in a few black people in there, mm. but then the Asian people they're always like the 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 stereotypical little stereotypical, or they're just like the the third friend that like has like three lines. That's mm. like the comedic relief or something. Yeah, or they have like the gadgets. What are the gadgets? Like little things that'll be like, oh my god, I have the newest phone, or like oh. you know, <laughs> like if. <laughs> It's pretty bad. And like, actually, I swear it's until about like probably like 19 in like 1970s, 1980s. Mm. The, it was so bad the way oh, that they portrayed Asians. Yeah. Um, I think it was like Breakfast at Tiffany's or something. They had like, I don't even know if it was an Asian person. Mm. It was like some white person playing like the most stereotypical like Asian character. Oh, God. So it's it's crazy how like not that long ago that mm-hmm. was. But like that's what I mean. Like what I like, yeah. I, I think we that need normal representation of every exactly mi- normal representation. I don't even like, want to call it minority group. I hate yeah. that term. It's I like, also hate it. I just yeah. wish I wish that movies would reflect more like what we see in our society right. nowadays, right? right? Like you walk around the streets of Calgary, and yeah, you do see like a lot of white people here as well, but you also see a lot of other a ethnicities, lot of right? Exactly, and you see yeah. all sorts of plethoras of relationships. You see, you know. Asian people dating Asian people. You have this person dating this person. You have mixed race. You have this. And it's like, I feel like media should start reflecting that more. I know. In terms of like, yeah, maybe let's have like a superhero that's like Spider-Man, but why doesn't he like an Asian guy or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, why not mix it up a little bit? Like, make it a different story. I know. I don't know why. Like, it's like, I don't know why is that that difficult. I, don't I mean, know. nowadays they're doing it, but like I still think it's still a big divide. I know, though. I know. Like I still but it's think still also like very good looking people too. So that's yeah. another problem. It's always <laughs> mega mega attractive people. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. So yeah, uh, we need I don't some know. more. Yeah, because I was like when I was watching this, I was like, it reminds me of like '90s like rom coms, like so cheesy. Mm. Um, but like again, you've never had it in like the homosexual world. Exactly. Like this is so the thing. It is nice. It's nice to have like a okay. This is a cool little story. You know, yeah. like it's starting to get more of these where it's like. I really wish there could be like a blockbuster. I mean, because there was like, obviously there was Brokeback Mountain, but it was a sad story. You right. Know? It was like a tragedy. Yeah. But I'd like to have a blockbuster but where it it's like normalized. What's that? I mean, wasn't Brokeback Mountain a great tragedy? It was. I mean, it was a fantastic, it was an amazing film. Did you love it? Like, what was your, like, you watched it in theater? Uh, and yeah, I think I did actually. Yeah. It was such a good film. It was. It was one of my favorite films for a long time. Yeah. It still is actually. It's such a good, it's such a sad it's story. It's so though. sad. Like, it I, is, I bawled I'm sure at the you end. bawled. I'm sure you bawled. It's so sad. I don't think I bawled, but I was very sad. Yeah. Like, that I'm one's. Like, a, this is such a sad story. That one's a tough one. So, it's like, but it would be nice to have, like, you know, like, for example, like, you have, like, big these big rom-coms like the notebook or something like this right. wouldn't it be great to have it something <laughs> yeah. normalized but like a gay couple yeah, yeah, or a yeah. lesbian couple or like you know but something that's like hits the mainstream yes. you know and it's yeah. like well i think one of the things that was good about brokeback mountain mm-hmm. um they did a lot to like you know for the 
community, I guess, or whatever. Mm. Because first of all, I think they portrayed very stereotypically like masculine men. Yeah. In this, you know, relationship. Yeah. Um, which I think was a good thing. Like it was very, 100%. you know, because a lot of people assume gay men are always very feminine. Yeah. Which is obviously not true. Um, especially in this case right here, you know. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, they were not very shy about like putting in very intimate scenes. Oh yeah. Okay. There was some fucking intimate scenes exactly and they went they went all in like when they the Uh thing is when they were kissing it was like it was very intense it felt like a real kiss it felt like normally if a guy and a girl were kissing do you know Uh what i mean like uh they didn't they didn't do like a real they were just like full in right (laughs) so i I, no, i think that was good and i also think it showed because brokeback mountain did so like if i recall it did did really well well. it It was like a lot of hype around it all this kind of stuff and it showed it showed that like a lgbt movie could, could be well. mainstream yes, could do well absolutely. like right so i think there's appetite there i just yeah. like i wish there was like more of it i wish it was more normalized like i know i always say this to rose when we like talk about this stuff like i just really wish that it was like we got to a point at some point in society where you know we wouldn't even like look at a couple and be like oh they're multiracial we'll just be like oh that's a lovely couple you know what i mean or, sure. and same with like oh it's two guys it's two girls sure. it's a guy and a girl it's like w- we would we wouldn't even see that uh-huh. we would see it for what it is is like a love story or like a you know that kind of stuff like i i can't wait till we get to that point and like even I was mentioning about Disney and having like Disney representation where little kids are growing up and they're seeing different types of couples, different, different races, different, and it's starting to normalize that at a really young age. But of course, you know, don't say gay. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, I think it's getting a little better in terms of at least like from my perspective, Mm. you know, you know, when I meet people and they're like, oh yeah, like if it's a girl, it's like, oh yeah, my girlfriend. Or if, if it's a guy, oh yeah, my, my, my boyfriend, mm-hmm. I like don't even bat an eye. I'm just like, oh cool. Yeah. Like I don't really think about it. Yeah. So I think that is something, I think maybe 10 years ago I would have been like, oh, you know? True, true, <laughs> Like true, I would have been, so in, in, that's just for me. But, but like, also you're also very ingrained, Rose. You have true. so many gay friends. <laughs> I do have a lot of gay friends. So, so maybe, yeah, maybe that it's is, more normalized for you now. Right? Yeah. From my, from my perspective, it is very normal. And like, yeah, yeah when I meet people and, and they're like, you know, they talk about their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. I'm just like, mm-hmm. cool. But I agree. I think you're right. Yeah. Because like, for example, like when we first met and you know, like one of our, our friends was like, oh my God, is Daniel? Gay? Yeah. He was like, is he, is he bi? No, he said, is he bi? Yeah. And I was like, and I, well, I just thought you were gay from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, I think he's gay. And then he's like, oh my God. Like, yeah. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I didn't ask him. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think nowadays that would be less likely to happen. People would just be like, oh, cool. Right. Like, you, you know, Actually, like, I don't know. Like he was a straight man. I feel like straight men true. would still ask. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> God Anyways, damn. Although sometimes you do kind of wonder where like, if they're not talking about their partner, mm. you're like, sometimes, you know, maybe mm. you meet a guy and you're like, is he, is he, is he, you yeah. know, maybe he's a little cute, but maybe on the feminine side. You know, as as I've experienced. <laughs> times on da- okay, but that's different. If I'm going on a date with somebody, yeah, they can't be gay. Oh God damn. Rose. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. yeah. What a discussion. Mm. We talked about got all all kinds of things. Get representation in media. I want to see more of it. I know. More people of color. Well, people more are people fighting are like, against it. That's the problem. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Mm. Even if I was like, because there is some element of cringe sometimes mm-hmm. like for example sex in the city reboot what oh. was it called um and just like that 
the reboot, which I did not finish because it was so bad, um, where they're, it's like they're trying too hard. Yeah. It's like they're trying to do too much wokeness, like too uh, much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So there's that element. So mm-hmm. you do have to do it in a way that it feels natural. Yeah. So don't that's the it. problem. Like, I don't like it when that happens, but I don't, like, I don't, I mean, A, I don't give a fuck, but of course I want there to be more representation. Yeah. But people that are like really against it, I'm like, Wow. Why do you care? Like, just fucking leave it. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, it's a fucking Disney show. I know. These people are making such a big deal. Well, I'm like, and I love that. The, I love that the whole argument, though. And you made a really good point last time we talked about this. The whole argument around, like, don't expose kids to this, especially young kids. Like, yeah. we we don't want to, like, indo- what is it called? Like, indoctrinate. A, yeah, indoctrinate Which them. Joe Rogan, of course, keeps talking about. Yeah, and talks about this, right? And I'm like, okay. As somebody that is a proud gay man yeah. um, that grew up in a society where there was no media like that mm-hmm. or there was, but it was like underground. It wasn't commonplace. It wasn't like it is now like Heartstopper and all these other ones yeah. being on like Netflix where kids could watch it. Right. Like it was never like that for me growing up. And I still turned out gay. You know what I mean? Like I, I never, no, I never turned out <laughs> yeah, gay. I was always, always gay. Yeah. So I'm like, you're not going to create more gay people by exposing kids to what is out in the world. What yeah. you're going to create is a lot more people with tolerance, a lot more people that are accepting, a lot more people that like don't give a shit who you're dating or, or what your nationality is. Like you're going to create a, actually a better society in my perspective, like my, my way of thinking. You're not going to force somebody you're not going to create gay people like you're not going to create like you know if anything what you're creating is more bigots and more people that are less accepting of these kind of things and will be more shocked when they get older and like oh my god two guys two girls what the fuck you know like they want to create though i know but but this is what's crazy they are it's so funny yeah. when they talk about indoctrination yeah. because I'm like, guess what? I grew up. You were indoctrinated. And look at all the generations before us. I look know. at the generation where like um, like LGBTQ plus people, they had to like hide behind closed doors. They were still they were still gay, lesbian, all that stuff. Gay as hell. Exactly. But they had to hide it. And at that time, there was like pretty much no media. I know. Right? It wasn't represented. If it was represented, it was very in a negative, negative light. Yeah. So it's like that doesn't mean that you're going to create more people. They were already fucking there. You yeah, know? No kidding. I, yeah. That's why I'm like, this is such a stupid argument. And like Joe Rogan said something that was so stupid recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, he always does, but like, anyway, yeah. he said something extra stupid where he was like, cause he was talking about the whole, like, Oh, I don't want teachers teaching kids about, you know, gay, whatever. Yeah. And then he was saying how he's like, what if, what if there was a situation where, you know, gay kids were being told that if they no, if gay kids were being told that they are going to go to hell if they are gay. I'm like, what do you mean? What if they that are. is literally the situation? Exactly. Like, why are you doing a what if? Like, that's literally what happens. Mm-hmm. Like you're proving the opposite point. Like yeah. there is indoctrination every single day yeah. to I'll, gay kids exactly. or to kids in general. Well, and it's funny because they're like, yeah, you can't portray like a same sex couple, but you can portray a heterosexual couple. Exactly. So I'm like, there's a double standard there. So is that not technically indoctrination for people that are LGBTQ plus? They see LGBT in like representation as like something like negative, right? Like they see it differently. There's definitely a huge double standard. Mm. And it's like, Oh, like the fact that he said, Oh, just imagine a world where Mm. gay kids were being told they're going to go to hell if they're gay. Yeah. I don't have to imagine like that's literally the world we live in. Exactly. <laughs> like, anyways. And on that positive, <laughs> on that positive note, guys, we're ending this episode of the podcast. 
Don't worry. We still have a few more episodes that we're recording in before, May. I know we're like before oh our gosh. big break. So we are taking a break. But don't worry, guys. Still stay, uh, you know, subscribe to the channel, all that stuff, because there will be content coming one month after our break, our big break. I mean, we're not taking a break yet. So let's not be dramatic. That's true. Let's, <laughs> let's not be dramatic. We're not so. taking a break yet. We're still coming back next week. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to this channel. If you yeah. are watching on YouTube, give this video a big thumbs up, you guys. And of course, comment on any of the discussions we had today, respectfully, mm-hmm. of course. Course. Yeah. And make sure you follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, whether it's Spotify or iTunes or where is it iTunes? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Apple, Apple podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Or wherever. And yeah. of course, do check out our Patreon because we are still going to do that May exclusive we are, where yeah. we are going to get drunk and spill some motherfucking tea. God damn. God damn. We got we got some tea. And there be some we be some YouTuber we'll drama. Be, oh god damn. God damn. <laughs> it gonna be it gonna be sizzling Ooh, tea. It's gonna be some sizzling <laughs> vibrations. What, what's sizzling tea? I don't even know. <laughs> steep and hot tea. It's gonna be steep tea. A steep tea. Okay. Oh, um anyways, so yeah, make sure you check that out. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, follow us on Instagram at the Savage Podcast. Mm-hmm. We also have a TikTok, oh, which do? I'm trying to grow, which I should post more on. Yeah. It's called the Savage Podcast. Make sure you check that out. And we will talk to you guys next week. Say bye, Daniel. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.